0: Welcome back to Just One Question, which increasingly ends up being a couple of questions, so we'll see what happens today. I am so honored and thrilled to have Dr. Eric Corum back with me. I last checked in with him in the height of the pandemic, so we're very curious to see how he's doing and how his company is doing. He's the founder of AIM7.com, A-I-M-7.com, which is a health and fitness app that unlocks the power of wearables. This is really cool. By providing you with daily personalized recommendations for your mind, body, and recovery to help you look, feel, and perform your best. That sounds awesome. I just put on a sweater, and it starts telling me how I'm doing. I love it. Uh, Well, we'll find out if it's actually a sweater or not. But this is sweater weather up here in New England, so that's what I'm thinking about. Anyway, back to the point here. Eric is a high-performance thought leader. And, and pay attention now, because this guy is impressive that introduced sports science and athlete tracking technologies to collegiate and professional NFL football. He's worked with the National Football League, Power Five, NCAA programs, gold medal Olympians, Nike and the United States Department of Defense. Eric is an expert in sleep and stress resilience and holds a doctorate in exercise science. You may be the most qualified guest we have. Rec- we have uh, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome, Eric. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I really appreciate you having me here. It's a it's a it's a privilege to see you again a couple of years later and to reconnect.
0: Yeah, thank you. Um, and likewise. So, um, what are you excited about these days as we come out of the pandemic uh, in our halting way? I feel like I've been saying that for six months, but here we are. Here we go. Uh, let it rip. How how what are you excited about these days?
1: Well, you know, I can we can talk in a minute. I'm excited about our company and where we're heading with that, but I'm excited that people are reconnecting again in person. I'm excited uh, you know, I was living in the Northeast when the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and then I moved to Texas. And that was a change. Uh, I'm from Texas, but like in, when when I moved, we were kind of in a lockdown state in the state that I was in, and I moved to Texas and things were very open and the first time somebody came up to me and wanted to hug me, I was a little bit spooked. (laughs) Uh, And I got over that really quickly, but I just think that, I think we've learned throughout the pandemic that that life is better when we live it together. We're not meant to live in isolation. And, um, And so I'm excited about people actively looking for ways to communicate, to connect, to engage, and not isolating themselves. And I think that that's a lesson that a lot of us learned, especially if you have children, how much they want longed for their friends. Mm -hmm. And I just, it's a wonderful time to be in right now. I think, um, you know, remote work has changed a lot of things. Um, I've been working remotely, um, but that also creates some issues, you know, where people aren't connecting in person as often as they should. So it's also creating opportunities for how that can happen. Uh, So I'm just Mm -hmm. excited to see where things head in the next couple of years. Um, but I'm thankful to be connected with my friends and family.
0: Mm, that's wonderful. So tell us a little bit about Aim Seven and the and and the uh, high performance world. How has that shifted, and, and what's happening there uh,
1: in, yeah, in the so, post-pandemic world? Yeah, I mean the the thesis for Aim Seven is is this: is you you're wearing an Apple Watch right now? Is am mm-hmm. I correct? You're yeah. right there it is. These devices just show you data; mm-hmm. they don't tell you how to use it. So you may have like, oh, I slept six hours and I walked 7,000 steps. Well, what does that exactly mean for my health and wellness? Um, and what we are doing is we're turning those that data into actionable recommendations for your body, mind, and recovery. So, for instance, every single day, based on the exercise you track, we can tell you the exact type, intensity, and duration of exercise that your body is ready to adapt to. We uh, can assess your psychological state in kind of an acute time frame, and we can push you recommendations. Like if you're stressed, we can push you breath work to help shift your autonomic nervous system. So you can be more in a state of calm alertness. If your mood's down, we push you gratitude interventions. We provide personalized recommendations for sleep and naps. Hmm. And then what we do is really unique is after seven days is we analyze all your data and we're like, hey, here's the number one thing that you need to focus on. Like it, no just, we just want you to focus mm. on this one thing. And then we create a goal and I love then, that. and then we open up a content library. It's like your personalized health and wellness masterclass from some of the best in the world, including like the senior sports psychologist from the U S Olympics. So what we're doing is, is um, we're helping people identify like, here are the actions you need to take. Here's the big thing I need to focus on. And we're going to break it down into small, tiny little goals. And then we're going to educate you and equip you with the resources necessary to leverage the power of these devices to improve your health and wellness. And so this is what I did in elite sport. Mm-hmm. Um, we would track mm-hmm. athletes and games and practices, and we take all this biometric data, and then we go, okay, how do we use this to improve performance and reduce injuries? And about 12 years ago, I introduced this technology in the US and opened a billion dollar market for sports wearables. So if mm-hmm. you've ever seen an NFL game where they're showing a player running like 20 miles an hour down the field. And they say, Oh, so-and-so that's the technology I brought to the U S. And so I was interested. I was like, okay, we got all these consumers, these everyday folks like me wearing these devices. Do they actually know how to use it? And the answer is no. Hmm. So we built a technology that makes it very simple and easy for anybody that just wants to improve their health and wellness.
0: That's fantastic. It sounds like having that coach that, uh, you haven't been able to afford or make the time for it, just right there on your your wrist or on your, on your app or on your phone or or what have you. That's uh, that's
1: exactly that's, right. That
0: sounds brilliant. Yeah, because I uh, you're absolutely right. I I uh, uh, track the data or or see the data, and I know I've walked six thousand or eight thousand steps, and I go, okay, that's a day. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think to your point though the more seriously the. The the thing that that I don't uh, really keep track of then is sort of the ongoing meaning of that. Right, I notice mm-hmm. on any particular day, and I feel good when I get a lot of steps in, and less good when I get fewer steps in. But um, and and the th- to be fair, the app does show me uh, uh, like the weekly data, sure. which I maybe give a quick glance to. But nobody's really monitoring it and saying. This is what you need to focus on, and this is this is where you've uh, been up, or this is where you're down. So that sounds like it would be really useful for uh, uh, for busy people like me. So uh,
1: that's exactly who we built it for. We built it for busy people that <laughs> don't have time, yeah. and they just want to come in, click a button, tell me what do I need to do today. That's, yeah, you you are articulating exactly who we built this for.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> Sign me up. I need this. It's good. <laughs> so yeah. And so uh, I can't resist uh, just sort of one follow-up question. How have you observed this world that you're so familiar with, the high-performance world, um, has changed? You know, some, uh, some parts of our experience as you uh, suggested, with isolation and, and, and loneliness and the human need to be together and to do things together, have really suffered. Um, and then uh, some people took advantage of the sort of slowdown in life and the pace of life in order to focus on themselves maybe and and, uh, and work more on their fitness or their mental readiness or that kind of thing. What's Step back for us. Give us the, the, the overall picture, the 30,000 foot view, like wh- what do you think the overall effect of the pandemic will be going forward in your um, world?
1: Yeah, I would just say this. I think that we've all realized that you cannot manage stress. Hmm. That's a complete fallacy. Hmm. Uh, did, could you manage COVID? <laughs> no. no. Can, can you manage if you get in your car and drive down the street and somebody rear ends you? Can we manage the stock market? No. But what you can do is you can build the capacity to adapt to more stress with less physical and mental cost. And I call that adaptive capacity. And so I think for a lot of, when anybody when says, oh, stress management, be like, could I really manage what happened in 2020? No, it was completely out of your control. Mm. But with the right tools, you can build a bigger, like I like to say, a bigger tank. Like if I have a car and it's in working order as long as I don't have enough gas in the tank I'm going to get to my destination. If you can build more capacity then you can you can persist and thrive in stressful situations. Mm. And I think more people have realized that they don't they maybe they haven't put a word on it or a phrase on it but they need this capacity. And um one of the key things to building this capacity there's five key pillars is living in community. The scientific literature is very clear Mm-hmm. There was a study done by the, I think with the British psychological association that found that during the pandemic, people that had greater social connectedness had less like manifestations of stress. Mm. So whether they were connecting via zoom or they, they, those that didn't isolate themselves were able to adapt to the oncoming stress. Mm. And so, um, I think that, you know, if we kind of just take one little narrow sliver of this is we need to connect with people, we need to build more capacity, because something else is going to come in your life. Mm-hmm. You're either kind of going through it, or you're on the other side of it, but that's mm-hmm. how life is. And if you can build that capacity, you're gonna be able to push through and, and thrive under that situation.
0: Mm. Wise words from, from Eric, Dr. Eric Coram, thank you so much. This is, uh, as as uh, it was before, and as I remember it vividly, Uh a great discussion and very useful for our uh, uh, our post-pandemic hybrid world that we're going to live in now. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of, uh, uh, yeah, you can't handle this. You can't manage the stress. You can't stop it, but you can, you can improve your capacity to, to cope with it. That makes a lot of sense to me, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Thank you for being on Just One Question. Great to see you. Thank you for
1: having me.